0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, the zone. The Mount Rushmore of postseason buzzer-beating shots from the state of Utah. You got John Stockton to send the Jazz to the NBA Finals. Danny Ainge to send the Cougars to the Elite Eight. Sam Merrill to send the Aggies to the NCAA Tournament. And Keith Van Horn. Oh, Keith. Keith was up there twice. But now the tip against SMU has been bumped. The rebound, the volleyball, the shot to beat the Lobos, that was still in. It's yeah, semis, sem- but an awesome play. Yep. But Sam Merrill. Rewriting the Mount Rushmore of clutch, clutch postseason shots in Utah. His teammate Abel Porter joins us now, Abel good
1: morning good morning guys how you doing
0: good so uh have you slept yet, or has it just been like a non stop adrenaline rush going on what approaching forty eight hours?
1: I mean yeah, the adrenaline rush has been really big, but it's been nice to just wake up in my own bed and have a nice, slow morning for the first time in a little while. <laughs>
2: So, Abel, you know, you go back with Sam Murrow. I think you've known him since you are like 10 or 12. You played AAU ball together and all that, and you went on missions. Then you both come to Utah State. He hits the game-winning three, and he's supposed to be all that. Did you look at him and just say, yeah, big deal, Sam. I did it against New Mexico last year. I don't see what all the fuss is about.
1: Uh. I I've probably thought about thinking that for a sec, but then I realized his was just a little bit bigger than mine. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is interesting. Just like I grew up with Sam, and uh, we've been best friends. And sometimes he he'll make a shot like that, and I'll be like, I used to we I beat him in one on one yesterday. He's not that good, but <laughs> holy cow, he is that good.
0: So I'm curious, uh, you know, coach doesn't call a timeout. You just come up. You, you're on defense in a tie game, and you get the stop, right? Uh, Malachi Flynn there, they got a really good player, Malachi Flynn, and he misses a three, and then you come down and you're going to get a shot. Everybody knows Sam needs the ball. No timeout. Everybody knew to spread the floor. Don't come set a pick because then you just get Sam double teamed. Is that something that's been grilled into the DNA of this team and just everybody knew what to do?
1: Um, you know, it's actually interesting because in that situation, I would say for the majority of the year, it wouldn't be something that we would do. I, I would think that oftentimes Coach Smith would call a timeout and we'd set up a play. But uh, if you'd watched our other two games uh, in the tournament, uh, Sam was just kind of in the zone, and and for the first time in the entire year, we had just gone to more of a four-flat ISO, uh, no pick and roll with Nimi when we needed a bucket and. Um, so I think that just those past two days, how the games had gone, we had always ended with just an ISO for Sam and just let him kind of do his thing. And the second we got that rebound, every single person knew, uh, it didn't have to be told at anyone, uh, we all knew that Sam just needed the ball and, uh, that he preferred to just go one-on-one instead of getting ball screen. And so, uh, credit our team for just kind of knowing what was going on and, and coach Smith for trusting everyone
2: back this season because I got to admit that stretch in which you lost three in a row and what uh, four out of five I think it was I'm watching that Air Force game you're playing over at the academy and it looks like you're comfortable the first half looking good the end of the first half you started to stumble stumble second half. My gosh, you just hit rock bottom. Uh when you got done with that game and then I think you win again and then you lose uh, an OT in Boise. So you'd lost 4 out of 5. What was going on with the team then and what got it to basically change around to where uh then you ended up a few weeks later, a couple months later, you're winning the Mountain West tournament.
1: Uh yeah, that was uh it was it was a tough stretch. Uh, it was the first time I think in two years that this team and this coaching staff kind of together has, has faced real adversity. And, uh, obviously we'd lost games last year and this year, but that was the first time where it kind of felt like what is going on. Uh, and honestly, we, I don't think that we really knew what was happening specifically in the moment. Um, but it gave us an opportunity to kind of come together, uh, and have some serious talks about what we wanted to be as a team and what we could be as a team. And, and after that Boise game, which, uh, I know anyone who watched that game is probably still recovering from it. Um, after that game, we just kind of got together as a team and decided to just focus on us a little bit and, uh, just decided that our goals were still out there and we could still achieve them. Um, and so kind of just some personal reflection and some team reflection really uh, paved the way to turning the season around for us.
0: So when times are tough, uh, is Craig – is your coach, Craig Smith, is he is he a cheerleader? Is he uh, a yeller and disciplinarian and, come on, guys, suck it up? What, what is his attitude? Because we see what he is in the interviews, but that isn't always what people are at practice or in the meeting room.
1: Um, yeah, and – I've always told people this, like, it's a crazy. Coach Smith has this energy about him, and, and sometimes, uh, I don't want to use the word fake, but sometimes it can come off in interviews as he's kind of putting on a show or this is what he is to the media. Um, but I can 100% tell you that that's how he always is. It's always a positive attitude every meeting, every practice, even if it were a bad workout it always ends on a positive note. It always ends on a, "Well, oh, we're going to do this, or we're going to get to here, or I believe in you, uh, and I believe in us. And and also, Coach Smith uh, is unique or different from a lot of coaches in that we'll get to a loss. We'll sit in the locker room after a loss, like uh, the Boise game or the Air Force game, and, and he'll stand in front of us and he'll say, you guys needed to make some plays out there. And he said, but I... I wasn't good enough for you towards the end of games, or I could have done this. And and a lot of times you don't see coaches have enough humility and respect for the team to just say, I could have been better for you guys, and I'm going to go look myself in the mirror and come back, and I want you guys to go look yourselves in the mirror and come back, and let's get back to it on Monday. Um, And honestly, when you have a coach like that, uh, like like the saying goes, you're just willing to run – through a brick wall for him. You're willing to do anything for him, and, and it just gives you a confidence when you go out on the court to, to make shots, to make plays, and to really just go give it your all.
2: So I want to know, Abel, this is a phenomenal story that you got. You know, you got Katie gets a lot of pubs. Sam Merrill gets a lot of pub, Justin Bean, I think, is averaging a double-double. Coach Smith is a charismatic guy. So all these guys get in this publicity. But you take a look at your story as a former walk-on, I think you're married i think you're expecting a kid i also think you've also got your undergraduate degree and you're going to be graduating with a master's degree here very soon and still have eligibility left correct me if i'm wrong in any of those but i think those are all facts in your life so the basic question is how have you been able to do all these things and have time for everything
1: um yes all of those things are true and that's a great question you don't have time for everything uh as you guys know when you when your life gets busy uh sometimes think time will you only have a certain amount of time and and that'll take away from some other things and so a lot of times i I wish i could do better in school but sometimes you just can't do that good in school like this weekend i had some assignments due on saturday night and uh uh, unfortunately to say i didn't get those assignments done
2: (laughs) Um,
1: but, yeah, just, just staying focused, uh, having, having priorities, uh, and then working hard uh, and giving everything I have, uh, to just school, basketball, my family. Um, I mean, it, it all just kind of works out in the end, and I've been super blessed and, and lucky that everything has worked out how it is.
0: Abel Porter joining us. Uh, now we've heard stories about you having back problems, having to sit a little bit. Uh, was there ever thought that you might sit a little more? What went in the decision to go through, it? and how hard has it been to get through it all?
1: Um, yeah, uh, just struggled with back issues all year. Um, it got worse in New Mexico. Uh, we we lost New Mexico last week and uh didn't really know how it was going to go in the tournament just uh from a fall i took in the new mexico game um and just having talks with coach smith and our trainer decided to just kind of give it a go every single day and and it wasn't looking good those first two days of the tournament uh was trying to give everything i had um and then luckily just with working treatment uh Maybe some a little bit of adrenaline uh, going into Saturday's game. Uh, felt good warming up. Uh, got a little tight there in the first half, and then uh, by the second half, I told Coach Smith that I'm good to go. Just play me as as long as possible, and, and I think I'll be all right.
2: So actually, this year the tournament of Mount West tournament moved up a week. So now you're going to have some time off before the NSA tournament for so for you this actually is going to work out well, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. It'll I'm super excited that I have a week to just maybe get back uh to 100% and and that way I can I can be ready for the tournament game and and I think there's a couple guys just after a rough weekend season uh having a week to kind of refresh your legs and get healthy again will be a good thing.
0: Your professors are going to understand on those late assignments, right? (laughs) Hopefully. Well, Abel, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us, and congratulations on the win. Good luck in the tournament.
1: Hey, thanks, guys, so much for having me.